Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.、Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and、uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody! Happy Thursday! Happy Thursday! Happy it's Thursday! A, and it's early for us today. We we just did an interview. We just did yeah, an early an early morning interview. Ten twenty seven, July twenty third, a.m. Well, yeah, we we started at nine a.m., folks. Is that rent? Oh, I didn't even start off with it. No. Starts. Is that right? And right where he starts off with the date and time. Yeah. No. It's like doom. He's tuning the guitar, and it's like doom, 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 doom. And he's like December twenty fourth, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time. From here on in, I shoot without a script. Rent was not my favorite musical. I didn't see that seven or eight times. I I kind of got that impression by the the Mark voice that you just put on. Which I. Loved Rent when I was younger. I mean, I still do, but I really, I really, yeah, I really love Kevin. No day but today. I do you know something? I say that all the time because we have when you have a one year old or he's, he's now thirteen months. Um, we, you, you can't put things off, and so all, a lot of times we'll say, "Oh, I need to clean out the the screens and the window." Well, no day but today. Let's go. Let's do it. Do, do, <laughs> so, do you do you sing it? Do you sing it to each other? No yes, day, day but today. Of course. Cut off. Wonderful. Hey, if you want to hear Kevin sing more, come join us for trivia this week. Oh, you know what? And usually lately, I've been sort of like,、oh, I don't know. I'll just sing pieces of songs. No one wants to hear this. But these this week's. Trivia is so it's so my favorite kinds of categories because it's the lesser known gems. I think I, I'm chapter eight of of the Not Since Carrie book because、yes. our theme this week is Not Since Carrie Part Two. So we're doing the other parts of the book, and I have like what is it? It's like cream and you know something in cream. Oh, heartbreakers and cream. Heartbreakers and cream. Chapter that Mr.、So、Mandelbaum gave this thing from these these lesser known shows that had these amazing scores, but maybe weren't the hits that they could have been. You know. Yes.、Um, and you know, so I'll be singing from. Maybe a song from Juno, and maybe from 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, and just fun some. Stuff. This is so exciting! I can't、yes. wait. So once again, folks, our theme this week is "Not Since Carrie Part Two, Part Two,、um, and it's the second half of the book that we did not cover the first time we did "Not Since Carrie," and it's on Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our proceeds this week are going to Planned Parenthood. 
mm. going to Planned Parenthood this week. Um, so please join us. Once again, you can go on to Instagram or Facebook and you can see how you can Venmo me at robert-schneider-5 or you can go on to PayPal at robwschneider at gmail.com or you can donate to Planned Parenthood directly and take a screenshot and send that over our way. And then we will send you the Zoom code so you can be in the Zoom where it happens, the Zoom oh, where it happens, the Zoom I got where it, it happens. I can't even believe you did that. Thank you. Just to slip that in. Just so I want to make sure you're still with me, paying attention. Um, and you know what, guys? Join us. And if you if you say, oh, I don't have, I don't know all about the musicals. Oh, it's fun. Okay. It's more about us all being together and having a good time, having some laughs, chatting with each other, chatting with other people that love the same things that we do. Some of us, we turn our cameras on so we actually get to see each other. It's really, really fun. And, and I, I have family members that come that don't know that much about musical theater, but have a blast. That's, that's what they say. That's what they, they, their family, they have to tell you. Well, that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> then, then they go, when is he going to have a real career? And they just cry. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why is he with that old bald man all the time? <laughs> We're very concerned. Um, no, you're, it's always great to see. It's always great to see it's your family. We've on got there. our regulars. It's just it's a really and it's fun nice. Time. I mean, we all love theater, and so you get to connect with people from all over the world that love theater as well. And I will say, I know that some of the youngins that are attracted to each other, they slide into their DMs and have private chats. Wait, are with you each kidding other. me? For I real? Found that out. Yes. Wait, they, like they talk to each other direct message in the yes, chat? Yes. Shut up. No yes, way. Yes. Yes. So who knows? You might leave with the love. You might. You might leave with you know the satisfaction <laughs> of that you awesome. knew. Tenderloin opened in 1960, and you could maybe leave with a boyfriend or girlfriend. We're 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 we're, we're open here. We're it's a ma- we're matchmaking is really what we're doing. So please please come and join us. We would love to have you. Oh, that's cool. Um, and we also and just also don't forget, folks. The way we, Kevin and I do this is that half of the questions are from Ken's book, and then the other half are from unappreciated musicals since Ken's book was published. Right. So we'll, we'll even, we'll talk about Amelie and we'll talk about Bandstand and we'll talk about, um, in my life. Um, so come and come and right. join us for that. It was 1990. And so then obviously yeah, yeah. part two, but that book, I don't know who's going to write that book, Rob, Rob. I, no, not, 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 not I, not I said, said, said Rob Schneider, not I, <laughs> not I said Rob Schneider at center theater Fair. group Fair. <laughs> starting Hal Hallbrook. Uh, or Al Holbrook we should get he's still with Mark us. He? He's still with us. Yeah, he's still doing Mark Twain. We should try to get him some. He just does it now on Zoom or Cameo. Of course, I don't know if we can <laughs> we can talk about Mark Twain that long, but that's okay. He was in the Apple Tree. Oh, that's that's right. That's he right. was married to Dixie Carter. He has stuff to say. <laughs> I don't know. That, that little yeah. fact. He had a long he had a long career. I yeah. I, I would interview him. Um so I think it's time to discuss a favorite thing, Kevin. I think so, too. Uh, may I go first? Please do. All right, folks. So I, I want to be very clear on this. Um, Mr. Thomas uh, will consistently chastise me if I do something and I don't tell him I did it. Like, it, he'll go, why didn't you tell me you were writing a book with Peter? Or yeah. why didn't you tell me that this good thing happened to you? Um, and or what you're doing a workshop of a new show why didn't you tell me that right you got to tell me these things yes. well mr thomas today <laughs> i'm going to turn the tables on you my friend <laughs> because a listener from buffalo reached out to me and said oh i'm having a wonderful day going down a youtube rabbit hole i just watched this thing with kevin in it <laughs> from buffalo kevin I had to find out from some stranger in <laughs> Buffalo that you have done some on-camera work 
in your career. Well, my YouTube now, days, my YouTube now, days. Now, friends, you, I, Kevin and I have known each other for quite a number of years now and have shared the most intimate part of our lives with each You've other. You've been a part of this friendship, listeners. I mean, it started How? when we started the podcast. However, Mr. Thomas has just neglected to let me or the world know that he had some on-camera credits. So, folks, here's my favorite thing for this week. And you are going to YouTube. You are going to type in Patty, P-A-T-T-Y, and Emily, (laughs) unofficial Cinderella street team. Once again, folks, that's Patty and Emily, unofficial Cinderella street team. It's got 1,000 views. Let's make it 1,002. Um, And so let me ask you, Kevin... Would you be so kind as to tell the world what is Patty and Emily unofficial? (laughs) This is amazing. Cinderella street team. Honestly, and this is like nothing. It's just something you did. And I was, this is seven years ago. Seven. I have questions. I have questions. Seven plus years ago. Mm -hmm. I, uh, yes, it is. (laughs) So I had completely forgotten about this. Mm. I was, Mm -hmm. that I was, it was friends with them or had music directed with them that I had participated. I, let alone, I completely forgot about doing the video Mm -hmm. seven years Mm -hmm. ago. I was trying to do more film and TV. And this was not, this was just, I was friends with Patty and Emily. I was, I think I was online friends because they had a big presence on Twitter because Patty and Emily were like, are super fans of, of, well, of all things like Beth Lovell and many, many, and I connected with people that love that. I think it was through Kevin Daly. I think I got uh, hooked up with them. And so I became online friends mm-hmm. and they did a lot. They, they were very active in the community and they were sort of like a team together. They're no longer a team like that, but they were known as Patty and Emily. Um, they did a couple of concerts at 54 below. I played the piano. They would have like Julia Murney come in their favorite Broadway stars. They would host it. And then they'd have Julia sing the song she sang that made her kind of famous, like Life of the Party. And then they'd have her sing the songs they want her to sing. So, like, I literally played the piano for Julia singing um, t- uh, Waiting for Life to Begin from Once on this Island. Um, and I sang, like, the Ula Ulas, which is not appropriate, but they wanted her to <laughs> sing it, so she did. <laughs> um, so it was that kind of stuff. It very mm-hmm. much uh, uh, from the, a fan point of view, but yet, you know... Uh, elevating the art so this is a video i guess we did because they were you know back then well, now, i guess we did we this, this thing online runs content. as long it's as an edited epic. i looked at it again and it's like edited it's like full on lines i'm acting i'm giving you like a character well for friends let me <laughs> tell think. you let me, i'm gonna uh, you think kevin this is like a fucking episodic television I so show horrified. here i was like oh my so god this is so but let me I, this is because i had i'll be honest with you i did not know who they were were until i i stumbled upon it was like a a niche uh, thing but if you were they were very the beginning not beginning but seven or eight years ago the the start of the online fandom sort of thing you know what i mean they were very good at that super fans very good at that which is amazing stands turned it into a place for other fans to go to that they could somehow connect to the artists that you loved you know we had a way of collecting good artists to be part of amazing Amazing. So based on what I'm seeing in this clip, folks, so Patty and Emily are standing in Times Square and they're handing out flyers to Cinderella. Because they, 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 they love Cinderella. Because they love Cinderella. 
you know, the way that people hand out like Roxy red tights, like hands out flyers for yeah, Chicago, yeah, right? Come see the uh, show. The I love Roxy the- red tights. I wonder where she is in quarantine. I'm very concerned. Somebody, has anyone checked on Roxy red tights, please? Um, and uh, so they're handing out with like their homemade t-shirts. And it's very clear that they have like no association with Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. And all of a sudden this, this young twink walks up to them wearing a black overcoat and he introduces himself as a lawyer from the Schubert organization. And it's Kevin David Thomas. <laughs> and he says, I'd like for you to come to, with me. And we do a quick cut. Now he's working for the Rogers and Hammerstein organization. So now uh, somehow your position has switched in between walking them two blocks to your office. It happens. Um, and listen, I'm, I, I would just like to talk about historical accuracy, if I may, for a little bit. We know... Please where the Rogers and Hammerstein office is located, Kevin. We know that. It, we know it's not two blocks away from Times Square. Yeah. But in your version, which is clearly filmed at Chetler Studios with an urban <laughs> cowboy poster <laughs> pasted. Number 1104. Room 1104. And you can't fool me. Can't fool me twice. I the was like, the ghost of Judy Kay is in there. The ghost of <laughs> of, of Robert Sher is in there. Robert. Tova, Tova Felch is in there. I mean, it's it's all it's the all in there. Parking pass is still in the there. Parking pass. There's a Subway sandwich wrapper that I've left in there from before. John and, and then Kevin, you proceed to tell them that you are a member of the Rogers and Hammerstein organization. You're giving them cease and desist orders because they're spreading uh, what they think is helpful to the show is actually quite hindering. Like the fact that Vicki Clark has magical powers. And um, who was the, I want, uh, let me ask you, can you tell me the name of the actor who starred in Tootsie, who also played the prince in Cinderella? Santino Fontana. Oh, I love how you say it. Cause I, I'm, I'm horrible. I say Santino Fon, like Fantana or Santino Fantana. Fontana. Fontana. And can, can you t- say it again for me? Santino Fontana, right? No, am I wrong? No, no. no the way you say it in the clip is so, posh and so sophisticated oh, like i'm very bougie. yeah you're very bougie but you're off book you oh, memorized i like me- i watched just the clip of in the shetler park because i couldn't watch i just couldn't watch the whole thing because I, I watched I the whole like thing and listeners you will watch the whole I, thing i don't like to watch myself but it, i was i was shocked that i had i was fully committed to whatever i was doing in there i had a suit i wore my suit i see like i remember Kevin, that i remember i remember Kevin's wearing a suit, suit. And he's got you got you got you got your like big two thousands tie on like there's no oh, skinny tie here. Aughts. It's like it's an aught. It's it's a nice look at the aughts. Um, and I love that like you've got the posters like taped up on the wall behind you. The and, Shuttler table is there, but I've got a couple things on yeah. the table. And so your job in this in this episode is to like defend the legacy of Rogers and Hammerstein Cinderella. So Kevin, I just have a couple Obviously. of acting. I'd like to just ask you a couple of acting questions. Um, what were your given circumstances? What was your moment before the scene started in the office? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just so curious. Oh my God. You're so funny. I needed to diffuse the situation. I needed to make sure these two <laughs> ladies understood <laughs> that they, they didn't belong in this world. Yeah. I lived yes. in and live in. Thank you, so Kevin. They are they are fangirls, and I was really making sure that they didn't cause too much trouble. No, and that's that's marvelous, Kevin. I want to talk a little bit about great comic reactions. Um, yes, there's there's Lucille Ball, who's right. the queen of of comic reactions. There was Jack right. Benny, who was wonderful at you know a, a, a dry take. Kevin, you you have given us a new thing to add on to that, and that's when the ghost of Douglas Carter Bean shows up into the room. Very and, at the end, 
and they catch you in profile, Kevin, um, and your jaw is on the floor. Um, and they linger on this shot for what seems like an inordinate amount of time. But I think what they're really trying to show us through the, the hold on the take is how uncomfortable we all are in this society and how all of us are uncomfortable with lies. And I just, I just hope that as everyone is watching this, they will celebrate that. And, and Kevin doesn't uh, better than anybody. There's Chaplin, there's Keaton, and there's KDT. Well, you know, yeah, when I, I believe just, when the camera is that close up, I believe that actually more movement is better than less movement. I yeah. think that like <laughs> more head movement, like, whoa, what? Like that kind of stuff. It really, almost yeah. I, when the camera almost can't, you see a, fl- like it, there's not enough frames per minute mm-hmm, that you can't, mm-hmm, you actually mm-hmm. can't see my face. It's blurring no. so fast because I'm, no. I'm giving such a comedic reaction. It is. I, I was testing it out is. some new ideas there with that. It's so, so I, 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 once again, folks, and first of all, and Kevin, I believe you won a Clio award for this. <laughs> um, they didn't I, ask me to do any other parts. I couldn't believe it. I thought I would get cast in other things that they did. They never asked me back. Uh, I music directed for them, but I never got to play any other parts for their I, other videos. I don't know if they did in any other videos. In, in the defense of Patty and Emily, and I, I'm not, I don't want to speak for artists like them because maybe they can you know, shed some light on this. But my feeling is, is you were so iconic in this role that as soon as they, you were brought into any other frame and they were said, oh, he's not now Schubert slash Ted Chapin slash whatever – the audience would go, I don't buy it. I can't, I can't buy into it and I can't believe it. It's what killed Shelley Long's career. And I, and I think it's something that probably hindered you in continuing on, but we thank God for what you did leave behind, which is, I think your name is like Irving Levine or something. Mr. Goyam walks out and is like Irving Levine. I I am I am playing with you because first of all, you must folks, have been shocked I, when you saw me. Did you? Oh, you knew to see, expect me, but you must have been like. I, I look so on. I look so when, young. It's only it's only two years before we met. I mean, it was seven eight years ago. But you, oh my god, I look like I, a child. I, I'm going to say this, and I hope it doesn't sound creepy. You are adorable, but as you've gotten older, you get better looking. Oh. Sutton said that the other day, and I was like, "Oh, honey, that's so sweet." But no, I mean, listen. Back then, you were—I would have—I would have absolutely slid into your we, MySpace or Live Journal. I don't know what we had back Friendster. then. Friendster, and just be like, "Do you want to maybe go get a drink and talk about Broadway? Are um, you going to go to trivia on Saturday night? Are you going to go to trivia on Saturday night?" I think and I'm going to Obvi, Obvi, um, and then you had been like, and my girlfriend and I would be like, hey, "Why? He's gay. It doesn't matter." But, but. I, seriously, Kevin, you as I was, I was like, boy, you've gotten like you're you're like one of those like men get better with age type things. So congratulations on that once again. Well, thank you. I hope that doesn't sound creepy. And if you're like that Never. is creepy, just remember you were in Shetler Studios with an urban cowboy poster tape behind you, so you can't <laughs> really, really call sure me creepy. He was. Oh man, and I just want to say. Thank you, Emily and Patty. Yes. They are such lovely people that, uh, you know, at the time, they, they really brought so many people together. And, uh, you know, and they, <laughs> it was really yes. a, a great time. And it's fun to, you know, we poke fun with love, but it really was. It was I, and, and, and I want to be very clear. I am poking fun at the fact that Kevin did not tell me about this. Patty and Emily stuff. Once again, you can go to their channel. It's just, uh, Patty totally and Emily. Um, on on uh, on YouTube, and they've got a ton, a ton of videos, um, and it's it's very fun. I mean, and I think it's such to me. I think that's such a funny idea that it's like these super fans that are like thinking they're helping and they're really hindering everything. <laughs> they, were, re- it's, they, 
they were smart like that, and they 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 treaded the line of being super fans of Broadway, which they are, but the also making content for other fans of Broadway. And it yes, was, like I said earlier, that was the beginning of people do. Now it's like we have TikTok. We've got so many different ways to celebrate our art form. But like seven eight years ago, they were they were literally coming up with ways to do it. You know, and I thought that way, and going for it. You know, they went to fifty four feet below. You know, there were like twenty people in the audience, but they were still trying to do create content. I was I, I was happy to be a part of it. To be honest, it, it's. It's 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 very cool, and to see their their love of these shows, and to see, I mean, it's wonderful. It's Urban just it's cowboy. it's, it's real. I mean, no, it's really, really. I I think it's fantastic. However, what I don't think is fantastic is that I had to find out from a stranger <laughs> that you had done this. That's I didn't know what, it was still there. I didn't know it was still up. I forgot. I compl- I I just I was laughing so hard when you sent it to me. I could not believe this. So that's it. So that's my favorite thing for this week is you're so gonna go they, and yep. You you go and watch Patty and Emily work with the great Kevin David Thomas. I wonder if they were intimidated by you. I wonder. <laughs> I mean, they don't show it on camera, and I well, I, was, I applaud no. that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Because obvious. Big star of a little night music. It was, uh, uh, it was very intimidating. I was Mr. Erlinson. I mean, look, (laughs) I would like to applaud Patty and Emily because they never once on camera look intimidated by you. In fact, they look like they're tolerating you. And I think that's a testament to to their their abilities as artists. So once again, folks, please watch the Academy Award winning film. Patty and Emily, unofficial Cinderella fans no what's it called sorry I remember. patty and emily patty, patty and emily cinderella i think if you Cinder, C- in cinderella and kevin is you're absolutely wonderful in it you're very funny by the way in it mr i don't do comedy buckle up everybody it's you're 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 very funny he really is he's he's very very funny and you're very committed to it so once again folks it's patty and emily unofficial cinderella street team i think what they did is absolutely hysterical and brilliant however i wished that one of my best friends would have told me that he was doing this. So the next time I do something and you're like, why didn't you tell me? I'm just going to go. Can't wait. Douglas Carter Bean. <laughs> Ghost of Douglas Carter Bean. And then I'm just going to shut up and let you stew in that. So and that's that moment too long. And then, you, it's, it's brilliant. It's yeah. Oh yeah. That's kind of it. Kevin just tried to do it again, but you know, Kevin, let's not rep. It's, 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 it's kind of like watching, yeah, you're right. Carol Channing do Dolly like for the 90th time. It's like Don't at some it. point we just need to like let, let it, it go. go. Yeah, yeah, I just got to let that. It's just I can't relive it again. I have to just let that be a moment in the past. That's yes. just <laughs> on YouTube forever and I can just celebrate it there. 
So it's I guess so I will after I get off of this. So. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait. He was so good. All right. So what's your favorite thing? <laughs> well, that was good. Um, mine is actually a, a, a person uh, I wish to, to bring up and just share a little information about him. I just, I have an album, an, an LP of, of this. He, he, only, he died really young in 1978. He was 51. Uh, he was an international uh, icon, uh, but very lesser known in the United States, but in Europe, particularly France, uh, he was known as like the, the, the king of, of the master modern chanson, like the master modern singer of, of like, you know, of, of like sort of common songs, you might say. Uh, and he was from Belgium, uh, Belgium, uh, and, uh, but, but by way of, of Paris, um, and then became just a, a well-known uh, chanteuse, you might say. Um, and, and Baguette, uh, at around the age of 40 or 39, uh, he was so sick of touring uh, and, and going on a tour schedule because he would just do concerts of his songs and sing his own songs. Um, and he, 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 he retired and he said, I'm done. And then he made a couple films, some really well-known films. And then he famously, he went to New York City, did a concert at Carnegie Hall that only Frenchmen went to really and, and diehard American fans, not known there. And then he saw Man of La Mancha on Broadway, became obsessed with it, uh, and then decided to be Man of La Mancha in Paris. He didn't, musicals, American musicals in Paris were not successful. Yeah. Uh, and so he starred as Man of La Mancha and he adapted it, he translated it, uh, he, he tra- you know, and he performed it, the title role for, for a couple of years. Um, and then a couple Americans, some hippies, really loved his songs because the song, they, they translated them in, this, in the late, uh, early 70s, mid 70s. And then they, uh, a, a Brill building, a songwriter who had given us Viva Las Vegas and um, uh, this magic moment, uh, he and uh, his uh, friend, they put together the songs and created Jacques Brel is alive and well and living in Paris. Jacques Brel was alive and well living in Paris, but no one in the United States had really ever heard of him. Meanwhile, in Paris, he was like, so famous, so well-known. Um, people were hungry for his, his work to see him perform live. You can go on YouTube, friends, type in Jacques Brel, look for the black and white videos, watch this artist uh, deliver a song. The list of people that he influenced, that, that the legacy that he created um, of songwriters, of interpretive song, of like really diving into a song and, uh, and diving into the poetry and the lyric and the language of the music and, and delivering that in a really authentic way. His songs were... Um, and very stark lyrics, uh, it's very French, uh, very violent emotional performances that he would give, very theatrical, even though these songs were very first person. Some of the songs you probably know, uh, the, the English titles are like, the famous one is uh, If You Only Have Love. If you only have love, da da dee 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 Very beautiful songs. Madeline, the song of the old uh, folks. Numaki uh, de Pa is a very famous uh, song, uh, if, you, uh, if, if You Go Away, is the rough translation. But a lot of people, you guys know the Jacques Brel's Live and Well and Living in Paris, which is a song cycle that was done in 1978 um, because these, these hippies, these guys that were obsessed with his music were like, we got we to gotta put this in the United States somehow and get this popular. So it became a very well-known um, uh, show song cycle. I knew it, but I never really, I always heard the title of Rob and I was always like, what is this? Why did they say Jacques Brel's Alive and Well and Living in Paris? What does this mean? Um, the weird thing is, is Jacques Brel died in 1978, the year that it oh. came out. Um, and so, so, you know, he, he didn't get to, to see his legacy go worldwide, but he was in Europe, at least. I mean, he lived on a yacht the last couple of years of his life and he would fly and he would do all these things because he could live off his sort of concert and his album career. I have this really awesome blue LP of his that is called If You Go Away, Nimiki Depa, uh, and it's from 1972. And it's his, he's, he's older in this album and he sings all of his, 
you know, French songs. But I highly recommend listening to Jacques Brel sing in original French. If you're aware of his, you know, the show, it's really, um, it's even better to hear it done by him with that theatricality and that just richness of language and emotion. And I just, I just went down a rabbit hole, Rob, and I just became obsessed with Jacques Brel. And I want to do like a one man show or do something that celebrates this, this guy, because he really was Why don't a you? Very, very special, you know, songwriter. And uh, I'm just making sure my notes, I, I said everything that I wanted to say. Um, yeah. And the, the man of La Mancha was a really epic thing. So he retired in like 1969 and I, and he was at the peak, the height of his career, but he was just, tired of touring he just didn't love the touring life and so he and his wife and his kid and he, they just sort of settled down a little bit and he he did a one night in carnegie hall again not big um i mean it was sold out but it was not big in america it was it was all french you know expats and stuff like that but then he saw a man of la mancha adapted it started in that, he, there's an album you can get that album of of a man of la mancha in french and so yeah go listen to some jacques brel songs and really appreciate this um you know at the time very you know famous and respected singer but i think we've sort of forgotten a little bit about him and um and i think it'd be worth remembering and, and celebrating even if it's the the jacques brel and his alive and well living in paris you know incidentally uh my introduction to that show was when i saw the revival in 2006 at the zipper theater remember the zipper theater Rob? i was do the coolest yeah. theater spaces in new york city that shut down but you would go into this theater and it was it was so weird it was an old factory and there the seats were like you know like when you had a van and you would take the back seat out yes. of yes it was seats like that were in the like theater those, it was yeah. very non-traditional and they took the the original jacques brel show uh, song cycle and they they reorchestrated it rearranged the songs uh, i think bob cuccioli was in it bob was it yeah was in it um and and i was rocked by that, that production. I, I fell in love with it. I thought the songs were so emotional and visceral. And uh, and so, yeah. And But that's even better if you see the original source and Jacques Brel himself. So, so it's, it's, it, today, it's, it's really going and exploring Jacques Brel's work. Him, the man himself. Uh, and, and so if you think you know him uh, and because of the show, maybe uh, just explore his, his actual performances. I don't have an exact song to tell you to go to. I would just say go to YouTube type in Jacques Brel and look at some of the very older material that he had um, from very early television, uh, but it's really well worth it and really some really special stuff. That's so, Jacques Brel. That's amazing. Yeah, I remember I remember the zipper one. I remember the zipper one. It was Bob Cuccioli. I'm looking at Natasha Diaz, Gay Younger Marshall, and, Ro- and Rodney Hicks, and Gordon Greenberg did it. Yes, that's Gordon right. Gordon Greenberg did it. Uh, yeah, okay. I love the arrangements. They were, they were so different and fun and uh, you know passionate. And I uh, yeah, that so, I, and that, I, that was recorded too. That revival. It's a red cover, uh, and it's you can listen yes. to that uh, that off Broadway recording as well. That's a really but good but today we're going to be listening to to him. Yes, listen to the man himself sing these songs in French. Really, really good. And go to Spotify. It's all or Apple. You know your streaming services or what have you. It's all there too. You can listen to him sing there too. It's really it's it's and especially on a cloudy day when you're stuck inside, you might as yeah. well just live in the ennui for a little bit. Just just live in it. Just just live there. Just go there for a second. It's as fun. if there's something we need now. It's more ennui. Well, yeah. Why not? I think you can have a happy day. I think you can. I think you can embrace the world of Jacques Brel. And live in that moment, and then turn over to Patty and Emily, <laughs> Cinderella, and watch Kevin, right? And I can't a big, wait to find something. I cannot wait. Listeners, if you have something on Rob, give it to me. Bring it to me. Send it. You can go to my OnlyFans, where I'm just sitting there crying and eating Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> They're OnlyFans. That's a joke for the millennials. That's Thank a joke you. for I, I don't fans only. OnlyFans. I, I don't even know. I don't. I, even I know. know. I've seen it, but I think I don't know. I don't know. 
And once again, Kevin is also winning the Gene Herschel Humanitarian Award from the Academy <laughs> Awards this year for his incredible body of film work that he leaves behind. Um, many times the Gene Herschel Award is given out to people that feel like they're at the end of their lives, but Kevin is one of the youngest recipients, but his, his work in the Douglas Carter Bean shot was so fantastic that the Academy was like, I'm so sorry, Cecily Tyson and Olympia Dukakis, you're going to have to wait a little bit. It's going to Kev. I'm really hoping to get the Mark Twain prize at some point. Really, <laughs> that's really what my goals were, but hey, you know, can't win them all. And once again, it is very funny. Patty, Patty and Emily have done an amazing job. I am just, I am hurt. Great. A stranger in Buffalo, Kevin. A stranger in Buffalo. <laughs> Thank you, Buffalo. Thank you, stranger. <laughs> so we'll, his name, it's, of course, it's the wonderful Vinnie Murphy who was so kind to give me the playbills. Oh um, so Vinnie, thank you so much. Oh, and, Vinny, and I'm sure Kevin you. will, will, <laughs> will reach out to you soon with his own cease and desist order. <laughs> <laughs> where, where truth becomes art. Oh my goodness. It's going to be great. Thank awesome. You. Enjoy. So, thank you. Guys. You, you yeah. were very funny in it. So please join us for trivia on Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, not since Carrie part deux or deux part two. Uh, and Kevin's going to sing. And I, and I, and I know what the songs he's singing. I'm very excited. I'm going to sing a little. And Rob always has amazing clips. Uh, so you'll, you will see some really fun things as well. And, and let's all share and get together and hang out. Well, you know what? Because, because people listen to our if you listen to the podcast, I'll give you a hint. So, you know, we all, there, we have like, I think, six categories in our trivia right. usually. And there's only four more chapters to the book. So we had to invent a, cha- a, a category. And so if you're listening, you can brush up. And if you're not listening, you're going to be left in the lurch. Um, it is uh, bad movie musicals. The last category is about flop movie musicals. So you can do your research there, but don't share that with anybody because yeah, yeah, don't tell. you want to win the points. The so that, that's our secret. Just us. Just, just us. Between, just just us Thursday us. listeners. Just yeah. between you, me, Ray Camp, Robbie Rizal. Huge. <laughs> no. No, just our usual group. Um, all right. And we hope you enjoyed our interview with Jack O'Brien. Mm. And then on Monday, we're dropping our Peter Felicia, Josh Ellis, where they, oh, they talk about uh, all the different stars that they've either interviewed or uh, that they've worked with. And it's, it's fun. It's a fun, their, it's a their fun experience little... with leading ladies is fun. And yeah, yes, yes, yes. And, and Peter does a couple of great stories, but he won't tell you who the names are. So you have to kind of guess who. Who he's talking about. Not that hard. Not that hard to figure out, but right. we'll, we'll we'll tell you another time. All right, everyone. Have a All right, wonderful folks, we weekend. Hope you have a great rest of the week. Bye. Bye. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.